You're listening to Inside Lebo, a podcast giving you an inside look at Mount Lebanon, Pennsylvania, hosted by Assistant Municipal Manager and Municipal Planner Ian McMeans and Assistant Public Information Officer and Online Editor Stephanie Hackey. Welcome back to Inside Lebo. I'm your host, Assistant Municipal Manager and Municipal Planner Ian McMeans. And I'm Assistant Public Information Officer and Online Editor Stephanie Hackey. Summer is in full swing, but we're already starting to think about back to school time, especially for today's guests. Yes, joining us today are Mount Lebanon Crossing Guard Supervisor Sharon Croner and Crossing Guard Patty Soderberg. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Good yeah, afternoon. Thank you Thanks for being for here. Awesome. All right. So, uh, Sharon, can you tell us a little bit about your job as the Crossing Guard Supervisor? Okay, first. I want to say I'm honored and blessed to be a supervisor at all these remarkable crossing guards and thank them. I'm also honored to work with the police department, the school district, and this municipality. Without everyone and their commitment to safety, we cannot do this job. So we all love of having you together. You. We love having you. My job is a civilian position, working with Mount Lebanon Police Department. I am responsible for hiring, training, deployment, scheduling, and evaluating the crossing guards. I also maintain the files responsible for payroll, uniforms, training guards, and I provide and oversee and ensure the manning of the guards at the post throughout the community to expedite their safe travel of children to and from school. You do a lot. And I know that the crossing guards are a very loved part of the community that you know we often talk about them as sort of the first people that you see in the morning and the last people that you see in the afternoon when you're going to and from school, both for students and parents that are you know taking their kids to school. So how many guards do we have? We have 41 guards right now as regular guards and subs together. 35 of them are regular guards um, positions six subs are what we have right now and we have 40 posts in the community oh wow um how many posts are you looking to fill then we're here today to talk a little bit about you know, the need for crossing guards how many are you looking to fill how many posts do you have open with retirement and resignations this past school year and summer we're looking to fill five regular posts that are open currently so out of 40 we have five of them so only 35 that have a regular guard on them and that's a two and a half hour post for all five of those for arrival and dismissal times we're also in just as important as a regular guard we're in need of at least 10 substitute crossing guards who can fill in for time off illnesses last minute call off special circumstances stances open posts depending how long they stay open we also have details that they also work and i'm sure i'm forgetting a few our substitutes make the highest rate um, the higher rate after they're there about three years but our regular guards make um, the guard one and guard two rates Awesome. So what hours are crossing guards typically working then? You said two and a half hours. So what, when are they needed? We have 35 two and a half hour posts and five four hour posts to go with the schools that have lunchtime programs for elementary school only. And that's the business district here up at Washington School and Beverly Road Lincoln School for their business district. We still have two lunchtime posts at Foster School 
only because those guards have been with us well over 15 years and it's not worth cutting those hours back for those guards to leave us after all that time. Absolutely. When that position changes or they retire, we would probably take those lunches away and it'll be back to two and a half hours because not a lot of children over the years go home for lunch as often as where the business districts are. That makes sense. Now, what hours are we talking? What time of day? Seven in the morning is the earliest, and 8.45 is the latest they work. Okay. 2.45 in the afternoon, and the latest they work is 4, and that lunchtime hour is 11 to 1. Not bad. It splits up your day, then. If you're looking for something early morning, and then in the afternoon, go about your day, run your errands, and go take care of the kids, do whatever. That's awesome couple hours here, a couple yep. hours there. Yep, very nice, very flexible it sounds like. Yes. So um, given the fact that Mount Lebanon is a walking community and we have neighborhood elementary schools that are kind of embedded within our neighborhoods along with two middle schools and a high school, um, how does that many people walking to and from school impact our need for crossing guards versus some of our neighboring communities which don't have as many walkers? Well, we started out by determining which crossing guards were or crossing positions were needed in the community. The staff and staffed them accordingly. They did this years and years ago. So I've been here since 1999, so they did that before me. Um, and each crossing is a different one. So you're talking about no control devices mid-block crosswalk, four-way intersection with four stop signs, three-way T intersection with one stop sign, traffic light T intersections with an island, one stop sign, no traffic control devices. There's a three to four-way intersection with three stop signs. All of these intersections all throughout Mount Lebanon, every crosswalk is kind of different, but we have a training program and mechanics that each guard must learn in order to keep themselves safe to keep everyone else safe and all those intersections is what determines how they walk to school the safest route to school oh wow so what's the training look like then our trainings made up of three or actually a paid training um, which is great it used to be 10 days but we've cut it back to because we have the need of getting them on the post quicker but safest still right we have three posts that we send them to for two days apiece so that's a total of six days training and that's paid training for them with a very excellent training guard at all the posts that we choose and the ones specifically that we choose are the ones that are busiest or will give them their best mechanic so that when they actually work the post alone, they put all that training in place, and that's where they learn how to do their job the best. Keeping themselves safe is how they're going to keep the children, the pedestrians, and the community safe. Definitely, so they need to think of themselves as well, not just start out in front of a car to, to protect a child. No, our talk whenever we hire someone or we have an interview is think of the person on the plane that lets you know about the oxygen that comes down and that ends up being saying when it does come down they tell you to put it on yourself but most people want to put it on their children first right. put it on yourself first because if you take the time to put it on your child you may not be able to right. so you have to keep you safe 
to keep your children safe. That makes sense. It's an interesting yeah. way to look at it. That's for a sure. great perspective. I, I would have even thought about it like that before. Yeah. So you've mentioned a few times that um, there's different opportunities for guards to get paid. There's different levels of pay. So what is the pay of someone signing up to be a brand new crossing guard this year? Um, what's the pay schedule like for them? Right now, because we thank you, Assistant Manager McMains, and Manager Bonnie Cross, and everybody else involved, um, negotiated a contract which the guards are under for five years. So this is excellent that in five years we know. So the first for this school year only, 23-24, they start out at sixteen sixty-five an hour, plus there's a $5.25 travel time, which we call it, which is kind of like gas money for each post they go to each day, not each shift, each day. So $16.65 plus $5.25. Guards that have already been here make $17.15 an hour plus the $5.25. And then if they're working a detail, which we do have many details, which could be from the farmer's market uptown, First Friday, the Memorial Day, construction, flu clinic, Halloween parade, stuff for the church, um, that's going to be all guards make, not just newly hired or guard to $21.65 an hour with no travel time. Those are all excellent pays compared to the rest of the community that's closest to us. This municipality, police department, and school district that share these costs have really stepped up to the plate to pay the guards because of the safety of the children. That's awesome. It's really a priority here in Malibu. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah, and I think we're the only community that offers that sort of travel time gas pay incentive as well. So that's a nice little add-on bonus of being a Mount Lebanon crossing guard too. Do you have to be a Mount Lebanon resident to be a crossing guard in Mount Lebanon? No, you do not. Nice. Yes. So anyone in surrounding communities can also sign up to be a Mount Lebanon crossing guard as well. So um, if someone wants to apply to be a guard, how do they do that? Actually, you guys can help me with that because they can go on to the website for Mount Lebanon Municipality. And if you don't mind explaining how they can get on to that um, and click on those links, they can get to our application, putting their resume on, making a phone call to me if they don't have a computer. There's a lot of ways for I reach out and make sure that they have everything they need to get that application into us. Perfect. I think you just advertised it for yeah, us. Yeah, I so. think you did. I yeah. was going to say that's it. It's mountlebanon.org if you want to go on there and check out that website. Check out our new and improved there. look. New and improved look, yeah. Also, the police department just put up a new website correctly just recently. Absolutely. And apparently there is a crossing guard section there on is. that also yes, there is. that will be extremely helpful. Yes, absolutely. Definitely check out our new website and the new police website and the new fire website. They are very cool little shiny I, I love it they just the look and the vibe of them is, is pretty awesome so um. all right we're gonna take a short break I think and then we'll be back with more on crossing guards and we're back on Inside Lebo with more discussions about being a Mount Lebanon crossing guard. So we heard from our crossing guard supervisor, Sharon Croner, talking about uh, what life is like on the back end and sort of the nuts and bolts details of you know being a crossing guard. But now let's hear a bit of the boots on the ground story. So um, Patty's also with us. Patty, tell us a little bit about what life is like as a crossing guard. Well, I 
I really love being a crossing guard. I come from a public safety background and I grew up in Mount Lebanon and I walked to every school that I went to. And when my friend lived across Mount Lebanon, we walked there too. And um, my kids walked to school. And so when I saw that there was a need for crossing guards, I really wanted to check that out and see if I could be some help. The community is amazing. The kids are super sweet. They bring me little gifts for Christmas and at the end of the year, and they just treat you like you're, you're really cool. And um, the other people that we work with are some of the nicest people I've ever worked with in my life. Oh, I love that. So, How long have you been a crossing guard? I was hired on October 11th of 2022, and I got my regular position on 11-11 of 2022. Oh, and very cool. I'm very close to my house. Nice. So I could walk if I wanted, but I don't usually. <laughs> At seven in the morning, I'm not as motivated. Totally understand <laughs> I know that. that feeling. Absolutely. Need the coffee before then. Mm -hmm. So what made you want to be a crossing guard? Where did that desire come from? Um, actually, Dr. Gill at Hoover had it in the email at the beginning of the year, and my kiddos were getting old enough that I knew they could easily walk without me helping. Or and I don't, I don't drive them anyway. I did when they were in kindergarten because of the half day, but I haven't driven them for a long time. And so when I saw there was a need, I just clicked on her email link and looked into it, and I said, "Oh, well, pretty qualified for that. I think I could handle that." And I called. Um, Sharon Croner and said, you have to be a lunchtime guard because I have another part-time position. And I knew I couldn't do regularly the, the afternoon or the uh, lunchtime spot. And she said, oh no, most of them don't require that lunch. So we'd love to have you. And I went on and did all my background checks and submitted my application. That's awesome. That's great. So in terms of, you have kids that are in the schools. Yes. Um, how many kids do you have? Well, I have four children, but three that go to to uh, Mount Lemon schools right now. My twins will be going into fifth grade at Hoover, so it's my last year nice. at Hoover. And my son is going into seventh grade at Jefferson. Are you a crossing guard by Hoover then? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do your kids cross in front of you every day? They cross. They actually don't need me. They turn <laughs> left down the hill there, but um, they wave. When I first started, they'd come to the corner, cross over, say hi to me, and then like cross back and oh, go to school. Oh, how sweet. Oh. And they would take pictures and bring their friends to see me. But now they just sort of walk by and wave like, hey, ma, and they leave. So it was also really cute when I applied. They would go to all the Hoover crossing guards and say, hey, my mom applied to be a crossing guard. So, Aww. you know, could you put in a good word for her? Oh, like, I and, love that. Uh, yeah, oh. they were super excited. So they're proud of mom. They love it. Yeah. That's awesome. They even talked about being a crossing guard for the school um, Halloween thing last year. So oh, maybe this cool. year they'll do it. We talked about it, but we didn't. We didn't do it last year, but yeah, and even my son is in junior high, so he's sort of like, eh, but he's still, his friends come by me a lot, and he comes by me every day, at least after school and a lot before school, and he's still proud of me too, so but by next year, probably not so much, but <laughs> but he still, thinks, yeah, he still thinks it's cool so far. Nice, that's great, that's so such a great story. This is really like a perfect job then for someone who's a parent. Oh, I love it. Their kids are going to the school, kids mm -hmm. get to see them, you get to see them every day. Right. Yeah, I get to keep track of them, so it's like if they're late, I'll know. <laughs> and also, um, if there's a snow day, you know, we're, we go virtual, I know right away, and I, I don't have to get up. So right. that's kind of cool, and um, we travel a lot in the summer, so that's been terrific too, because I don't, I don't have to worry about summer at all. So the hours are perfect for a mom or a dad. Great, I love it. Yeah, that's they're great. awesome. 
In terms of being a crossing guard, what's the perk of, like, you know, aside from the notoriety for your, your children, you know, mom, that's my mom. Um, what are some other perks of being a crossing guard in Mount Lebanon? Well, I've gotten to know a lot, a lot more moms and a lot more kids. So in the younger grades that I don't really know those moms and kids, they come through my intersection a lot. So it's been really fun to get to know more moms, nice. especially. And all the pets, that's one of my favorite things too. I'm a big dog person, and my corner's very popular with the dogs. So oh. I'm getting to know all the dogs in the neighborhood. My goal to pet every dog in the neighborhood. So. <laughs> when it doesn't interfere with my, my position. Of course, you have to take care of the crossing guard. Absolutely, that's my first priority is safety. And we have one little role there that we're not allowed to feed the dogs, which she I don't adheres feed. to very oh. don't feed them. Right. That would be hard. Mm -hmm. It oh. is very difficult, but with the chances of giving out something that you didn't know was recalled mm -hmm. and then an animal would get sick on the way home or something yeah. so the department made that call quite some time ago yeah. and it, it, it works out very well for cats dogs and, it, and she's excellent at do the you petting. have cats crossing the street no no not <laughs> i was gonna say it's a cat so i was like oh we have a crossing guard who uses a leash to cross uh, to walk his cat every mm -hmm. morning afternoon and evening where is this? Can I find this crossing guard? I want to go see this. It sounds he's amazing. A, he's a Mount Lebanon crossing guard and he lives in Castle Shannon. So. Oh, how about that? I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. You have me at kids, dogs, cats. Oh my gosh. This is the best. So you love being a crossing guard then? I love it. Yes. Yeah. How and why would you recommend this role to someone else? What's I think, um, I mean, you're home anyway with the kids. You're going to be in the neighborhood. It's, you have the summer off. It's not a lot of hours. I can still go get my groceries, do everything I need to do during the day that I'm not working my other position, and, and just come back and see the kids after school, too. So I've really enjoyed it, and I've met a lot of friends. So. And you it's probably a great way to get to know other people in the neighborhood, too. It is, in too. the neighborhood, yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were saying mom friends as well. I know yeah. I'm a new mom, and I'm having a hard time making the mom friends. It and that sounds hard. like That yeah. sounds like the best way to do it. You're already out there talking to them and just yep. getting to know them in your community. Mm -hmm. And you said you have a background in public safety as well. Yes, I'm a paramedic by trade. So. Okay. Well, so you're perfect for this role, then. You can help. Is this just another way that you're helping folks, then? Does yeah. it feel like this is kind of another way of serving your community? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's probably much different but still at the same time you're, you're doing the same kind of thing of serving and helping and right absolutely. taking care of those in need right and I hope I don't need my paramedic skills but if I did you know I have them you're the right one to have right so, there on the and I have a five-way intersection she talked about different intersections so I have five way stop signs there so I, I need you know the drivers that pick up and different things to follow the instructions and to um, watch what they're doing and be patient that's one thing I because it's long where the kids cross is long. It takes a little while for them to get across there. So, is, is that the one like right in front of Hoover where like Arrowwood comes up and Largedale comes Pinewood, down? Pinewood. Yeah. Largedale. Yeah. Yeah. Furwood. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. So when you come by, wave. So yes. yeah. <laughs> it, sure. It's up on a crest of a hill. So going up the hill, you really can't see. Mm -hmm. So we don't use the one intersection because a crosswalk can be curb to curb without a painted intersection. There's certain painted intersections that crossing guards have that they use. And we discourage the ones that don't have the painted intersections for the crossing guards so that they keep everything the safest and, and create a, I guess, a habit. Mm -hmm. But that, that one that isn't, anybody can use it as long as you go from curb to curb. But if you can't see coming up that hill a driver, right. then that's why they are there. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Is this job hard? I don't think it's hard. You have to be alert. You have to pay attention. You want to keep the kids safe, you know, while still being friendly and getting yeah. to know all the kids and everything. So anyone so. can do it then, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I would say. On the flip side, we have a lot of retired people, mm -hmm. and that also really helps out because they're looking for something extra to do and getting out of the house and making some extra money for whatever it is in their retirement. We have a lot of different people for all kinds of reasons. So for moms, and I just recently did have a stay-at-home dad who possibly wow. is going to put in his application, mm -hmm. and I so look forward to that. So moms, dads, retired, we have everyone, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I love that. It gives you something to do, keeps you busy, for mm -hmm. sure. And it sounds like fun, too. I it mean, is. you were talking about them giving you things. Mm -hmm. What's the highlight of this job? The kids and the dogs are the highlight. <laughs> In that order, kids first, dogs second. But yeah, just getting to see them. I, um, I've taught a few things in my life with dance and horseback riding and then um, paramedic stuff. And so I like getting to know them, their faces, their names, their families, you know, what they like. That's they like awesome. to cr cross in the middle of the intersection, tell me they have a horseback riding lesson, <laughs> things like that. But it's fun. It's good to get to know them like that. Do you have a thing that you're known for? You know, do you sing or dance or anything like that? Or no, <laughs> not yet. The, the gentleman that had the sub, that had it before me, he told jokes and he had pretty good jokes, but my jokes aren't as good. So I just say hi and chat with them, <laughs> get to know them. I haven't, I don't have a, a dance or anything yet not yet i might okay. be inspired by that yeah that be possible maybe you should well we do have one crossing guard that gives to all the children or any pedestrian every morning every afternoon useless information <laughs> so he has a specific something of that day mm -hmm. that he goes out and tells them it might be how many toenails an alligator has or something and these children just stand around him and listen and wait. And if he's not there and say, I worked for him that day, they'll say, what useless information do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's mm -hmm. awesome. I know crossing guards are just amazing. I, I walked to work for a long time, and every time I'd see them, the kids would run up to them and hug them. Mm -hmm. And you know, it made my morning even brighter just to have them say, hi, good morning to you. And just mm -hmm. really kind of, it's a friendly face in the morning that makes you feel good yes yeah it's a bright it's a spot in the day nice way to start the day yeah, yeah. absolutely it's a little extra pick-me-up in addition to your coffee absolutely which you still need the coffee though yes absolutely that's a necessity so before we go thank you so much for your time today yeah. do either of you have any funny stories humorous anecdotes about being a crossing guard i don't think i have any oh shocks I think you do, though. <laughs> sure. All right. One would be out of the safety aspect would be that the best I ever see or helps me when I'm a crossing guard on the post is when a parent says to their child while I step out, do everything I'm supposed to do to get out in the middle of that road, and they're waiting for the word cross, the parent steps out with me. Oh. Taking the child by hand and starting to drag the child out with them in the crosswalk before I say cross. I stand there, turn around, getting ready as I look left, right, left, to say cross, but the parent's out there, and the child is still on the sidewalk mm -hmm. while the parent is saying, come on, come on already. And the child says, I, I can't, she didn't say cross yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
So the children are better listeners than the adults sometimes. And that's when you know that the crossing guard has taught the best that they could of safety of what they want the child to do and that it's still fun that the children can teach their parent. I love that. I think we're always learning from the kids, right? It's really great. I mean, it just makes my day when I see that happen for all the different guards. And then when it still happens to me, it's amazing. I love that. All right, well, yeah. Patty, Sharon, thank you so much for joining us today for your time. And um, if anyone out there listening uh, knows anyone who wants to be a crossing guard, might be interested in being a crossing guard yourself, um, we also have a referral program. So if you are a guard, so if there's any current guards listening, if you are a guard and refer somebody, uh, there's a little bonus you can get uh, for referring someone to be a crossing guard. Um, but also for others in the community, we would certainly welcome you to look at the page on our website dedicated to crossing guards, check out the whole mountlebanon.org website. And if you're interested in applying or know anyone that's interested, the job posting is available. Uh, you can apply online very easily, or you can call Sharon at her office. What's your phone number? 412-343-4540. Great. So thank you everyone for tuning in to this week's episode of Inside Lebo. Yes, that's it for this edition of Inside Lebo, produced by Carrie Magno with music by Drew Magno and graphics by Chris Leeper. And we'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening to Inside Lebo, produced by Mount Lebanon's Public Information Office. Learn more about all things Lebo at mountlebanon.org or by following our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages.